This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Finding Christmas So, December. Chances are Christmas is on your mind, and on your television, and in your newsfeed. It's everywhere we look. And that's awesome and fun. But, you know, this is me. I can't just let it pass without thought. So I'd like to share my reflections on the holiday and how we recognize it. First, I would like to shake my head at all the kids' shows where they have to save Christmas, where someone is threatening to ruin it or steal it or destroy it somehow or another. I mean, it was cute in The Grinch, because he then realizes Christmas is something more. But I would like to posit this to all movie and TV show makers. You cannot steal Christmas. You cannot destroy it. You cannot ruin it. Christmas is not about anything we do. Christmas is about a miracle from God to man. And just like no villain can take it away, no hero can restore it, because it is not about us. Which leads me to observations not aimed at the television. We also can't have Christmas. I know we're thinking with generous hearts when we say we want that unfortunate family in the neighborhood to still be able to have Christmas, so we help them out. But that's really been niggling at me, too, in recent years. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is awesome to help out a family that's down on their luck. I think it's wonderful to give gift to kids, especially if they've never really gotten much before. I think this is something we should be doing all year long. But having Christmas is not about what's under the tree. I mean, we know this intellectually, but it is still the way we think most of the time. We think of Christmas as something to experience. Something that involves all these traditions, all this pomp, all these things. Sparkly things and lit up things, expensive things and cheap things. Christmas is an event played out each year with the help of retailers and marketing executives. But what would happen one year if we just didn't do gifts? Would Christmas not come? Would we not have it? I mean, the Who's down in Whoville knew better, but I posit that most of us would not just hold hands and start singing if we discovered all of our stuff had vanished. But let's just put aside the stuff and the things. Let's give ourselves credit and say, yes, if the things were removed, we would still rejoice on Christmas. But why? Probably, we would say, because we still have our families, and that's what matters, which is beautiful. And anyone who knows me even a little knows how much I value my family. But this year, after reflecting on some, some of the sacrifices that were in the first Thanksgiving, I had a new realization. Christmas is not about our families, either. Maybe, just maybe, we're doing something a little bit wrong by making it about spending time with loved ones. Don't get me wrong, I'm not advocating not spending time with family. I do think it's important. Again, all the time. Every day, every week, not just on holidays. And holidays do provide a great reason for us to get together. And the tradition of gathering to observe holy days is longstanding and certainly not something to toss aside. But within our own hearts and minds, where are we ranking the family time in relation to Christ, to worshiping him and standing in awe at his arrival? If we're in the right place, would people who have lost loved ones still find this time of year so hard, depressing, difficult to get through? I don't think so. And I mean, I know you might rail at me for saying this, but sometimes I really think we turn our families into idols, especially during the holidays. We value them more than we're valuing God. Christmas has become more about who is around us than who is in our hearts. 
Gathering together for a holiday is supposed to be a way of teaching the young what the day means, of reminding each other, of incorporating reflection in Thanksgiving. After all, corporate prayer is greater than the sum of its parts, so I dare say corporate praise is too, but the gathering together is not supposed to be the main thing it's about. Thanksgiving, for instance, was first and foremost supposed to be a day to thank God, even if we just lost our families. So how much more so at Christmas? A few years ago, we had an ice storm Christmas morning that prevented our normal brunch at my mother's house, and it got me down. I missed my family, I missed spending the time together, and I was just watching the thermometer waiting for it to rise above 32 and melt that ice. Now I really wonder, what should I have been doing that day to make it special, even without all my family? How can I keep my eyes on him, even if I am alone? And I wasn't alone that day, I was still with my husband and kids. I love my family, but I ought to love God even more. Spending time with them is important, but spending time with him is even more important. So my challenge to myself and anyone who wants to join in, let's take time for him on Christmas. This year, I'm going to stop and rethink my thoughts to make sure I'm paying more attention to him than to gifts and cookies and lights and decorations and even family. This year, let's make Christmas not be about presents, not be about anything I can have or hold, not even about the people I love so much. Let's make Christmas about Christ. So if we are absolutely alone this year on December 25th, how would we worship him? How can we bring that into our busy day? Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.